on the subject of bouncing around in future careers. Let me say that I am now like one of those booster rockets that has fulfilled its function, and I will now be gently re-entering the atmosphere and splashing down invisibly in some remote and obscure corner of the Pacific. And like Cincinnatus, I am returning to my plough. And I will be offering this government nothing but the most fervent support. Good afternoon. I have just accepted Her Majesty the Queen's kind invitation to form a new government. Let me pay tribute to my predecessor. Boris Johnson delivered Brexit, the COVID vaccine, and stood up to Russian aggression. History will see him as a hugely consequential Prime Minister. I'm honoured to take on this responsibility at a vital time for our country. What, what is the feeling in, in the UK about not, I, I, you know, I don't know what Boris Johnson was. Uh, initially, he seemed like, a, you know, a Brexiteer and he turned into really a, not, kind of an anti-capitalist. He didn't really like, uh, he said some things about capitalism and corporations and, and sort of focused on, uh, on, on climate change. But do you think she can keep corporate taxes at 19% oh. and, and not go, going up? To, will she get that? And what, what will happen in 2024? She, how much time does she have? Well, remember, we've had 12 years of conservative government. We've now had four conservative prime ministers in the space of the last six years, which shows you what an absolute shambles and a mess the party has been. She said one thing yesterday in her acceptance speech that I thought was really interesting. She said very pointedly, I was elected as a conservative, I will govern as a conservative. And she believes in low taxes. She believes in small state. Yes, she sounds, as you say, like an advocate of Reaganomics. I re-emphasize the point. This is now all about growth. We're going to have to borrow a whole lot more money. Look at where, you know, gilts, British government bonds are for 10 years. Interest rates are rising very, very fast. Inflation could well be over 20% within a few months' time because of our reliance on energy from overseas, and, and of course a weaker pound means more pounds to buy oil and gas priced in dollars. So let's see what she does. I would say, frankly, she's only got three or four months uh, to save us from going over an economic cliff. Uh, if she can do it, if she's bold, if she's brave, if she shows she's pro-business, particularly small and medium-sized business, and you know, the benefit of Brexit was to get rid of excessive regulation. Johnson did absolutely none of it. So look, let's hope for the first time in 12 years, we get a conservative leader who actually behaves like one rather than saying they are to get votes and then governing as a metropolitan member. Okay, welcome. It's Tuesday, 6 September in the year of our Lord 2022. And we're going to start uh, with our mother country, the United Kingdom. And the reason that we're so focused on this, one, obviously our economies, national security, inextricably linked, but it's an object lesson to establishment Republicans and the Uniparty about how they govern the policy decision they make. I'm honored actually bring in the gentleman that actually delivered Brexit, and that will be Nigel Farage, one of the greatest living Britons. Uh, Nigel, you now have the big show on GB News. You were head of UKIP. You've got Brexit done. Uh, first off, Boris Johnson, I had to play that clip. Boris Johnson saying Cincinnati as a coach. Cincinnati, yes, went back to his plow, but then he got called back again to, uh, to, to save the Roman Republic. Boris is just putting a marker out there. Hey, I'm in the bullpen if you ever need somebody, uh, you know, to warm up. But Liz Truss, she's got 90 days, brother. 90 days. You are rapidly driving off a cliff. Your, your Dave Walsh on this show has forecasted your energy costs are going to go up four or five fold, sir, by next spring. Is the UK on the brink of becoming a not a first world nation, but a third world nation? Nigel Farage. We're on the edge of a precipice, literally on the edge of an economic precipice. If we go over it, then confidence in our country will decline to such an extent it'll even be difficult to get away our government bonds. And the markets already are saying, wow, we're pretty scared about what may happen. The energy policy that's been pushed since Blair, but accelerated by Johnson, means we are now completely vulnerable to whatever happens to world oil and world gas prices, despite, Steve, having plenty of resources in our own country, which we have simply 
refuse to exploit because if we produce our own gas and oil, that shows in our carbon emission limits and we couldn't possibly have that, could we? So the situation is dire. The situation is urgent. Uh, we're looking at perhaps millions of small businesses going under. Uh, we could see if it's a cold winter, huge numbers of people dying of cold. That is how bleak. That is how grim this is. And let's be honest, this trust was part of this government. She's been a cabinet minister for eight years. She has been part of this failure. But the reason that I want right now to give her the benefit of the doubt is that she's the last chance we've got to stop falling off that precipice. He has but, said- but Nigel, 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 I, I, I appreciate your sentiments and you're showing your support, which shows your class and obviously you're, you're a gentleman. But let me just be blunt, 60%, Bloomberg reports 60% of British industry, and British entrepreneurs are not gonna be able to pay rent, I think in the next 60 days, because of their electric bills. They can't pay. Liz Trust has been at the forefront and she just doubled down on the, you know, everything to Ukraine. Boris Johnson, I think, was running to be head of NATO. She's 100% into the, for the Ukraine policy. And she's been at the forefront of, of this entire transition to the Green New Deal. She talks about what she's talking about. It's a fantasy. You're not going to limit the British government right now, and you're not going to cut taxes. You can't cut taxes because there's no money to pay for your, your government right now. So you can't cut taxes. Tell me what she's going to do in 90 days, sir, well, what to stop you from going off the cliff. What she could do is to cut VAT, you know, our purchase tax. She could cut that, and to do that would actually be a, a mildly deflationary measure, not a bad thing. But what she absolutely has to do, she has to promise the country that we will be energy independent by 2024. What she has to do is to put in place the supply side reforms that lift the burden of regulation of small and medium sized businesses. All those laws came to us as a result of EU membership. We voted to leave six years ago. The Conservative government haven't removed a single one of those tens of thousands of laws. To get growth, you need, you need simultaneous transactions going on with lots and lots of small businesses. She can't solve our problems in 90 days, but what she can do is give a marker of where we genuinely intend to go. Now, to do that, she will need the most enormous courage. She'll be up against the entirety of the establishment. Does she have that courage or not? I've no idea. I mean, privately, I rather doubt she does, but I have to say, given she's the only chance we've got, we must wish her well. In that energy independence, I just want to bring up a, you know, Boris Johnson said that wind power is going to be 50% of British total power by 2030. That, sir, is a fantasy. Do you want her to really go through and get a real energy policy that ha that deals with reality and not Greta Thunberg uh, fantasies? Look, wind energy only work, it has only worked with massive taxpayer subsidy. So what you do is you load money onto the bills of the poor, give that money to giant multinational, Chinese wind turbine manufacturers, and, and landowners, rich, wealthy landowners, you know, dukes, members of the royal family in the United Kingdom. It doesn't work without that subsidy. And even in terms of generation of electricity, what happens when the wind doesn't blow? I mean, here we are. Our faith in terms of whether the lights stay on now depends on what the weather is in January or February. No first world country should ever be in that position. As I say, we are on the edge of a precipice. She's the last hope we've got. It may not look great, given her track record. We simply have to pray that she finds the inner courage to do the right thing. Uh, real quickly, Boris, uh, the next couple of weeks, she's got 100 days, but the next couple of weeks, what are the benchmarks? What, what's the inside baseball that Nigel Farage is going to be looking at? Does she see if you see that courage, if she's on the right track? Uh, number one, what she will absolutely have to do is to say, we are going to begin onshore gas extraction. We have a gas field in the north of England with an estimated reserve of $1 trillion worth of gas. Easy onshore to produce, cheap to produce. She has, she has to say, we will immediately, immediately start developing that because, of course, the more wind energy you have, the more gas you need to back it up. Secondly, what she absolutely has to do is to say, I am going to be 
you know, I'm, I'm going to use Reaganomics. I'm going to use Reaganomics. I'm going to deregulate the British economy. I'm going to let men and women attempt to go out there and thrive. And thirdly, what she has to do is to maintain the great promise to the British people that the Brexit referendum held, namely controlling our border. And to see over the weekend over 2,000 people across the English Channel in those small inflatable dinghies, over half of them young Albanians openly boasting they're coming to join criminal activity in the United Kingdom. Brexit must be completed. We have to leave a European court in Strasbourg. You know what? If she does those three things, she might just not just save her own career and save the Conservative Party. She might just save the country. It's a big ask. It's a very, very big ask. But that's what needs to be done. Nigel, how do people get to your uh, your huge show on GB News and how do they get to you on social media, sir? <laughs> nfarage.com. It's all there. And GB News has an app and it's free. Download for anybody in the USA. Nigel, you're the one that delivered Brexit. And uh, if you had been in the government, Brexit would have been totally done by now and the British people would be much better off for it, sir. Thank you very much for joining us. Nigel Farage fought the longest odds of all to, to get Brexit done. Somebody else who fought long odds and knows about energy is Governor Sarah Palin of Alaska. Governor, you you took on the old boy network in Alaska as a young mayor coming out of Wasilla. When you took the governorship, you braced him up. Your campaign for Congress, you were talking about energy. Alaska is Saudi Arabia. And I think people are shocked about why this, you know, why we are not developing our resources up there. But what they're most shocked about today is how did basically Republicans get 65% of the vote and Sarah Palin, Governor Sarah Palin, is not in Washington, D.C. today in Congress, ma'am. Well, you called it, Steve, when you explained what this new fangled cockamamie system called ranked choice voting is all about when it doesn't matter if you perhaps are the most popular or most qualified candidate. Uh, no, it. it you can get a whole lot of votes, Steve, but if you don't get enough second or third rankings from voters who choose another candidate, then you're eliminated or then you get second place and you don't win. And it's complicated. You explained it best. President Trump explained it very well in a rally that he had up here, warning Alaskans that uh, this newfangled experiment with ranked choice voting will split votes it will allow liberals to skip on in which is exactly what's happened thus far and um it's a it's a very very uh, potentially fraught with fraud even system but it's so complicated that a lot of people don't even want to participate so it has a lot of um inherent uh, voter suppression in it involved and that of course is Part of the purpose why liberals created this system and why when it's on a ballot and they ask the voters if they want such a system, they write the ballot language to confuse, to convolute, and that's where we are today. But this was the Murkowskis and the other, you fought against the establishment, what they called the old boy network. They have another term, but we'll call the old boy network from day one. This was Murkowski to keep them in place. What can be done, and we're going to hold you through the break, but what can be, is there anything to be done to get this out? How can Alaska, the heart of Trump country, that supports President Trump, loves you, 65% Republican, they now have a progressive Democrat in Congress. How did that happen? Well, we need to encourage people not to comply. The system is not right, and people do not like this voting system. So I'm telling my supporters, don't don't comply. Just look at this race as one man, one vote, like it should be, winner take all. Just vote for me. Don't rank everybody else and get involved in this convoluted system uh, because that's why uh, we are where we are, where two Republicans split the vote in this jungle primary that we had and uh, a Democrat got in there. So we just cannot comply and we need to get back to the basics. Just because uh, some, uh, an initiative said that this is the way it's going to be, we don't have to participate in a system that we don't believe in. H hang over a second. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to come back on the other side. We have Governor Sarah Palin in Alaska, Miranda Devine from the New York Post, Steve Cortez, Abe Hamaday down in Arizona, and of course, Steve Cortez, all next in the world. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CC.
know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. And get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Welcome back. It's the kickoff to the sprint to 8 November, and every day we're going to be getting down with candidates, process, all of it. Governor Palin, we don't have time, and it will bring you back about philosophy and differences in politics, but this is practical. You called for your the other Republican. The other Republican can't win. It's impossible. So... Why do we have in this bizarre process you've got there to do it all over again? You've called for him to step down. Is he going to step down, uh, Governor? Yeah, he says he's not going to step down. And that is a shame because uh, the general election then in November will just reflect exactly what just happened with Republican votes being split under ranked choice voting. Uh, Yes, we've had three votes thus far to get us this far. And we still have a fourth vote to take before the at-large seat in Congress is filled for Alaskans after Don Young's passing. I've thumped the guy, Nick Begich is his name. I've thumped him three times and he knows that the vote is going to be split. And yet he's hanging in there. Um, I, you know, he, he's got a lot of Democrat support and he supports a lot of Democrats. I certainly refer to him as a rhino, not a true conservative. And if he were to do the right thing, yes, it would be to drop out and allow a head-to-head Republican versus Democrat, let this deep red state of Alaska choose between the two. Aren't people furious because the congressional seat, the House is so important and Alaska always gets, I mean, that guy was one of the most powerful guys in the House because you have two senators, you only have one congressman. And Alaska is, we're so blessed by divine providence of the natural resources and the great people. Aren't Republicans, aren't people, even guys promote baggage, aren't they furious about this? The establishment isn't furious, and that makes me furious, and my supporters furious. What people should be angry about is Alaska will have gone nearly eight months without any representation at all in Congress meaning that our interests, which are to develop our God-given resources and help secure the rest of the union, our interests aren't being met. That harms the entire nation. So I think the entire country should be angry at what's going on with this establishment system. And it was the political establishment that created this system with the ranked choice voting and without encouraging the other Republican to drop out once he got thumped three times. Others should be outraged about what's going on here because we, our system is harming the rest of the U.S. The the because the we are going to take the House just because of the redistricting, right? Now we could win 30, 40, 50, 60, I think seventy seats. Don't the Republicans there want to be in the majority? Don't they want to have committee assignments and and chair subcommittees? Particularly given Alaska's the inextricably linked nature of the federal government with Alaska, ma'am. Well, what is usurping even that desire for Alaskans to have a position of leadership in Congress now is Lisa Murkowski's run for re-election in the Senate. It was her attorney who crafted this ranked choice voting system. And um, admittedly, they, they say, yeah, may, maybe that attorney doesn't, but 
Others say that it was created so that Lisa Murkowski, who couldn't run and win as a regular Republican, she had to have a system like this crafted for her um, in order to be reelected. So it's more important for the establishment up here, the movers and shakers within a political party that I've been fighting against for 30 years, Steve. It's more important for them to allow Lisa Murkowski to get back into office as a senator because, yeah, she will be in positions of power. Uh, when it comes to bringing home the bacon. But then we do get into philosophy here and talking about what's government's role anyway. How much bacon does Alaska need to be brought home? In the meantime, we're thwarted our opportunities to develop our God-given resources, and we're going to have our hand out in the federal coffers asking other people to pay our bills. We should be paying our bills by developing our God-given resources. We're not allowed to, though, under the Biden administration. He's got an anti-energy uh, administration and agenda going. Governor, how can the Warren Posse walk us through how you're going to win this? If he doesn't drop out, what's your battle plan? How do people assist? You've got so many people that admire you and respect you and need, you would say, we need your voice, particularly in this Congress is going to take place starting in, in January 2023. We need Sarah Palin there. So how do, how do we do it? Well, I, I had a press conference yesterday on my front yard, and, and I explained to people, people especially outside and big wigs in Congress, they thought it was a shoe-in. They thought I was going to get in there, no problem at all. When I was governor, I had 86% approval rating. Oh, it's good. I warned everybody, no, under this type of voting system, an election system like this, it's not so easy. And now, especially with the other Republican refusing to do the right thing and unite the party and allow uh, support for my candidacy to go forward. Again, there's no way that he can win. You, you nailed it. The math doesn't work for him. Uh, what I'm going to have to do and what I, I've told my campaign and my supporters we have got to walk the walk, not just talk the talk when we say we have not yet begun to fight because the the entire future of our country is contingent upon good people getting elected, the good guys in Congress having some reinforcements sent to them. We have to do it. We have no choice. So in the next two months, we're going to be giving it our all, Steve. And um, there does need to be pressure still put on this other Republican in the race to unite. Uh, now, legally, he can't drop out as of yesterday at five o'clock. We warned him about that deadline. His refusal to drop out then puts more pressure on us to help educate the public also about how important it is that we unite. Governor Palin, how do people find out more about this campaign? Where do they go and how do they follow you on social media, ma'am? Sarah for Alaska, nothing is capitalized, sarahforalaska.com. And uh, yeah, we could use all the help we get because as, as usual, you know, I hate asking for money. I don't ask for money. So, you know, people are reminding me, well, you got to have some contribution so you can get out and about versus the other two opponents now of mine who who are um, very well funded. Um well, we, we need that financial support, and we do need more and more people from across the nation to understand what Alaska has to contribute. You nailed it again, uh, Steve. Understanding that Alaska is the Saudi Arabia of the U.S., we're the Fort Knox of the U.S. with our, our mining, our timber, our fisheries. Uh, oh, my goodness, the rare earths and the oil and gas. Every, our strategic location, Alaska, is so important, and I believe that the Lincoln Cabinet William Seward, who was Secretary of State for Lincoln, he's the one who recognized Russia owned this territory that was very, very rich. They didn't know about the oil and gas yet, but they knew certainly about the strategic location and probably the fisheries and the waterways, wanting a, a, another tool to secure our union. And at some point, Alaska would come into its own. I say, Alaska, it's time. It is time we come into our own. And um, we got to get the right people in office, so to cast those votes. Governor Palin, Seward's folly turned out to be a providential uh, acquisition by the United States of America. Amazing. Governor Palin, thank you so much. We'll be on this nonstop, ma'am. Yeah, thank you so much, Steve. We need Sarah Palin in Congress. We need her. So we got to, people got to put their shoulder to the wheel. This is going to be a big deal. I want to bring in Miranda Devine from the New York Post. You know, Miranda, every time you put a column out, my head blows up. But this one, his, this, this is about, and they had this landmark decision yesterday by the by the judge down in Florida to say, hey, how about this? Enjoin any more investigation. Let's put a special master. I don't trust any of you guys. So the head FBI guy, I guess, involved in this is also involved in 
suppressing the Hunter Biden laptop and particularly Tony Bobolinsky? Is that what is that what I understand? This guy's this is who is this guy and how could he be suppressing Bobolinsky? Bobolinsky is one of the key witnesses here about the corruption and crime and compromised by the Chinese Communist Party of the Biden family, ma'am. Yes, Tony Bobolinsky, you might remember, um, is a very credible witness. He's a former naval veteran. He's much decorated. He has security clearances from the NSA and from the Department of Energy. And he went to the the FBI back, uh, you know, in October of 2020, 11 days before the election, to tell them what he knew about Joe Biden's involvement in this influence peddling scheme with his family, his son Hunter and his brother Jim Biden, uh, around the world. They raked in millions of dollars while Joe was vice president from China and Russia and so on, but particularly from our greatest uh, strategic adversary, and that's China. And Tony Bobolinsky knew that that was dangerous and he wanted the American people to have all the facts because he knew that just a few days before the New York Post had published our laptop from hell story and that was crushed and censored. So Tony Bobolinsky thought that the FBI would be honest and would treat his material with all seriousness. So he went into the field office in Washington and he had a five and a half hour interview. Uh, Tim Tebow was not one of the young, there were two young FBI agents who interviewed Tony Bobolinsky, who was Hunter Biden's former business partner. But Tim Tebow, uh, he was told at the end of the interview, was the point man. He was the, um, the special agent uh, in charge of the Washington field office, and he was going to carry the matter forward from then on. And uh, in fact, Tony Bobolinsky's uh, lawyer, uh, rang t- uh, Tim um, Tebow the night after uh, Tony Bobolinsky this five and a half hour marathon session uh, and asked him what next. And Tebow said, "Look, uh, we're going to examine this. We will uh, tell you about steps going forward, and we will probably have to bring him in for a follow up interview." And uh, Tony Bobolinsky also handed over to the FBI that day, which was October twenty three, twenty twenty. Um, he handed over the contents of three phones that he had, which had voluminous evidence in there of wrongdoing. Uh, there were documents to do with joint ventures with the Chinese uh, companies. There were WhatsApp messages. There were other encrypted messages with Hunter and the business partners, uh, proving that, you know, Joe Biden was the big guy. That's what Tony Bobolinsky has always said. Uh, he was the big guy who was slated to get 10% of this one Chinese deal. There are messages saying to uh, Tony to be careful about using Joe Biden's name because, quote, they're paranoid about it. Um, you know, it's so much evidence. And uh, the two young FBI agents uh, interviewing him were pretty uh, surprised and shocked by what he was saying. But he never heard from them again. The information went into the same black hole the laptop did. Miranda, hang on one second. Short break. Miranda Devine from the New York Post. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the Millions of Americans are waking up to a country they don't recognize. And while they struggle to raise their families and pay the bills, the media and corporations are telling them they're what's wrong with the country. Well, thankfully, there are a few companies that still believe in America and our Constitution. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative cell phone company, is on the front lines fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and the Second Amendment. This is why Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there. Inflation has made it really hard on many Americans. Thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans for almost any budget. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers. I want to repeat that. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers. Get the same great service plus the knowledge that your money is supporting the values that made America great and will make her great again. Go to PatriotMobile.com. That's one word, PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code Bannon to get free activation. Special discounts are available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. 
Action, action, action. Do this today. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, mypillow.com promo code warning. The percale sheets, this is not, this is, when they're out, they're out. This is a one time good deal. You got to go check it out now. They still got the Giza Dream sheets, but these percale sheets, I can attest, are unbelievable. You want a great night's sleep? You need a great night's sleep to be in the war room. Percale sheets are the way to do it. Promo code war room, go to mypillow.com. You can't buy them in stores anymore because they kicked him out of the big box because he supports. Uh, your freedoms. That's what it is. That's what keeps my big rest. So now you get the chance for all the savings. Go check it out today. Miranda Devine, your columns always make me think, sometimes make me angry, but this one may be because they had the laptop from December of 19. This, his, his eyewitness testimony and his phones corroborated everything. The FBI, and you had Ray and Barr, who are Trump appointees, it's they they threw it. You just Thebolt is not a junior person. He's a senior level guy. Say the DC office. He's in contact with all of them. How can you not read your column and come to the conclusion that the FBI didn't absolutely throw the election to support the Biden crime family, ma'am? Absolutely, they put their thumb on the scale. You remember they had had the laptop in December 2019 when another honourable person, the owner of the laptop. Uh, repair shop, uh, John Paul MacIsaac, who had the laptop, it was his possession, he handed it to the FBI thinking that they would do the right thing, they just stuck it in a black hole, same place that they put all of Tony Bobolinsky's testimony, and uh, that was deliberate. Now, you know, Bobolinsky, it's very difficult to dismiss him. Uh, you can't dismiss him as an agent of the Kremlin like they have to everybody else, including the New York Post. Um, you can't uh, do anything but believe him because he came with the receipts, he brought the documents and the emails, and uh, he was there 11 days before the election. And, uh, you know, there's no excuse for them not having looked at it before the election, but there is definitely no excuse for them to have done nothing afterwards. And there's this grand jury going on in Delaware looking into uh, Hunter Biden. It's been going, this investigation that the U.S. Attorney David Weiss is supposed to be running been going for four years uh, into Hunter Biden for tax evasion and a few other things. Um, and uh, they didn't call Tony Bobolinsky as the star witness. He is the star witness. Uh, he was never subpoenaed. He has never appeared. So what is going on? Well, obviously, they're bearing it. And we know that that's true because whistleblowers have come forward, 14 of them from the FBI, and they've told uh, senators, Chuck Grasley, Ron Johnson, and so on, um, they've told them, that, that Tebow is one of the names of the people that buried this uh, this Hunter Biden information. Okay. Now we know it's a Tony Bobolinsky information. This scandal is 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 makes Watergate look like nothing, because this is about the existential threat of our nation of the Chinese Communist Party and how the influence peddling how they buy people off. It's going to be the leading besides the invasion of the southern border. This will be about the impeachment of Joe Biden. He's going to get impeached. We're going to take the house. The best primer on it is the book Laptop from Hell by Miranda Devine. Can we put that up? Go to Amazon right now. You need to get up to speed on this. Start with her book and then go to her columns. Miranda, how do people get to your site? How do they get to all your pieces? Because you've got the book and then you've been adding to it with these amazing pieces. Starting in January, the nation is going to be galvanized by this because Bob Alinsky is going to take a star turn, trust me, in front of a house they're going to get impeached on this. They have to. And by the way, all the FBI guys are coming up. Bill Barr, all those guys up there trashing Trump, Ray and Bill Barr, they're all going to get their turn in the barrel. They're going to get their turn in the barrel. Because you know that there were memos going around and emails going around and, and meetings and phone calls. It just was. This is the way that they threw this. They stole it a different way. But here it would blatant, and they didn't allow the American people. And all the polling said, hey, if I knew anything like that, if I knew anything like that, I wouldn't have voted for Biden. That's why he's got 35 people in Pittsburgh yesterday. People detest this guy. Miranda, how did they get to your site? How did they get to the book? So it's a New York Post site, nypost.com. Just look for my columns there. And uh, I'm on all social media as at Miranda Devine. People don't, you know, Miranda Devine put her entire professional career on the line 
to put to get the stuff written. You know, she wrote it up, but to get the New York Post to to put it to Ford, and they're a super professional organization. But that's what the nation owes Miranda Devine, because without Miranda Devine, it doesn't happen. So, Miranda, thank you very much from your fellow countrymen, ma'am. That story, I got to tell you, you got to get the book and you need to read this column. Let's get this column everywhere. Read the column and just see what Chris Ray and these guys, Bill Barr, that blood Bill Barr, you know, talking this, talking that, trashing Trump, wrong again on the, on the, on the special master, dead wrong. Unbelievable. Let's play Steve Cortez's. Let me let me talk about economic collapse. Let me feel better. Let's play it. Let's play. Let's play uh, the chalk talk of Steve Cortez and I'll go to Brother Cortez. Patriots, costs explode all across America and particularly so regarding housing as rental rates for the first time on a national average go above $2,000 per month thanks to Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi. Let's look at some rental rates in the American heartland. This is the state of Michigan, where a one-bedroom apartment on average a year ago was $762 per month. Today, almost $1,200 per month. That is an increase of 50% in just one year. Two-bedroom apartments, similarly, were under $1,000 a month now over $1,500 per month in the state of Michigan. Folks, this kind of inflation is crushing the spirits and the prosperity of Americans, especially working class ones. So it's imperative that we fix this mess, in part by electing John Gibbs from Michigan 3rd Congressional District in West Michigan. Okay, John Gibbs is going to, from Michigan 3, is going to join us in the 6 o'clock hour. Uh, Cortez, Walk me through. We got a huge thing on Mexico and a huge thing on illegal aliens. We're going to do that tomorrow because we need more time to do it. But walk me through financially where we are now, sir. Sure. Well, it was, it was no uh, vacation, no holiday from news over the weekend. You're exactly right. And on the economic side, I'd like to start actually overseas and then bring it back home and talk about why people in the heartland, people like in places like Michigan are suffering right now economically. But we should take warnings from what is going on in Europe, because we are unfortunately on the same trajectory that they are, particularly as it relates to echo green radicalism and energy policy, and particularly so within Europe, the UK specifically. There was a headline, if we can show this headline, please, from Bloomberg, and I sent it to you over the weekend, Steve, because at first I thought it had to be a typo. Bloomberg analysis says, amazingly, that six in 10 British factories are at risk of going under because of their energy costs. Six in 10, Steve, the majority of British factories. That's not even, that's not recession. That's not even Great Depression. That is something beyond the Great Depression. Six in 10 factories. And then today we actually got new reporting out on the UK from the Wall Street Journal, which reports that again, because of rising energy prices, soaring energy prices in the UK, that the average Britain by 2024, according to the Wall Street Journal, is going to see their disposable income fall by 3,000 pounds, which of course is more than $3,000, at least for the time being, the pounds falling in value, but more than $3,000 per person fall in disposable income for the UK, the largest in a century, the largest since the Great Depression. Let's look, if we can pull up chart one here, let's show this in chart form, what is going on in the UK. And again, I want to show this as the consequences of where eco-radicalism, where the Green New Deal, where net zero and, and effectively making Greta Thunberg a, a snotty British teenager, or excuse me, Swedish teenager, your, your effective minister of, of uh, energy. This is, these are the dire economic consequences. This is manufacturing EMI for the UK. And for those who are watching, you can see on that chart, it has utterly fallen off a cliff. It is now at 47, well below 50. So that means recessionary territory. But before anybody should get haughty and say, oh boy, things are terrible in the UK, let's bring it home to the US. If we look at a very similar chart, let's go to chart two. This is the United States composite PMI. Composite meaning this combines manufacturing and services. We're primarily a services economy. Services are even worse than manufacturing here, but this is the two put together. Talk about falling off a cliff. If you look at that reality, we are at 44 on composite PMI. So we're not just a smidge underneath 50. We are massively below 50. And I would point out, we are the worst in the world among developed nations. We literally have the worst PMI in the entire developed world. So my point here, Steve, is look overseas, see at what terrible energy policy, radical energy policy 
is doing to Europe right now. See that we are on that same trajectory. Let's arrest that trend. Let's take action. Let's use our human agency. Let's use our patriotic duty, November, to make sure that we don't follow their path economically. But let's also realize, getting back here at home, if we look at that PMI chart for the United States, if we consider what's going on to at rental rates in Michigan, I mean, think about that. A two-bedroom apartment. We're not talking about a lavish place. A two-bedroom apartment was under $1,000 a year ago. It is $1,500 right now. Do you know what that does to a single mother with a child? It's absolutely crushing to her budget. That's the reality that Americans are living with right now. And Steve, you pointed this out to me over the weekend. Guess who woke up to this reality suddenly? The Wall Street Journal. Somebody who should have been on it all along. Thankfully, watchers, uh, viewers of this show, the War Room Posse, has been well apprised of this situation for quite a long time crisis of confidence in the United States. I want to go back. I just want to do some math on the air with you. But if this, and I want everybody to focus on this term that we're sorry, discretionary income. If yep. you take it at 3,000 pounds, let's gross it up. Let's say it's, I don't know, four or 5,000 bucks. Average Britain makes 40,000 bucks, 50,000 bucks. It's, it's what, 10%, right? right. And, and, and let's say this is an after-tax number. When you take credit card expenses going up, when you take rents going up, when you take your energy going up fivefold, when you take um, food blowing through the roof, when you... Are you feeling frustrated and powerless in the face of sky-high inflation? Well, here's what you can do about it. Now, take a minute and go to this website, preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. You'll find a ready-hour, three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. It's what I call inflation-fighting food. This kit is packed with emergency meals, the kind that stay fresh for up to 25 years. And these meals not only stay fresh, they stay affordable too. That's because right now, my Patriot Supply is giving you $250 off this three-month kit. Get it, and you're guaranteed affordable meals when food prices get completely out of control. In other words, you'll lock in the affordable food for years to come. When you're ready for real preparedness, make sure to look for ready hour foods from My Patriot Supply. Go to preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com and save 250 bucks on a three-month emergency food kit. It ships fast and it ships free. Get yours now, preparewithbannon.com. That's preparewithbannon.com. Action, action, action. Okay, welcome back. Uh, you're in the war room. Uh, Cortez, you're going to be with us tomorrow. we got a lot to go through about Mexico, yes. about a, re- a recolonization. I totally agree with this spot. I totally agree with the Mexican citizens on this. Plus, the New York yeah. Times got a blockbuster story, and you've already found the buried leads. It's going to make people's heads blow up. They admit yes. there's a million, uh, you know, Ill- I think illegal aliens here, or, you know, right. uh, uninvited people, let's say. Uh, real quickly, on Getter tonight, what time are you going to be up? Uh, 7 p.m. I have a live stream. So when you're done with the extended war room, the after party is on Getter. I'm going to be talking about uh, the choice for November, the crucial choice, the choice of urgency, oligarchy or republic. 7 p.m. on Getter. Please join me. And you go, how do you, you're at, I'm at Steve Bannon. You're at Steve. I don't know how that worked out, but I, I, Baller, I you know, Cortez. yeah, it's like Bono, you know, Steve, <laughs> ballers get the single name. That's it. <laughs> Brother Cortez, thank you very much. We'll see. I'm going to be watching this seven on Getter. Everybody get a Getter account or just go sign up today. Thank you, Steve Cortez. Boris uh, Epstein is broken away. Got some breaking news. Boris, thank you very much for joining us. What's going on, sir? It's still Epstein, by the way. You know, just you know, I, I know I've been busy. You've been busy, but it's still Epstein. You know, Epstein's the you know the other guy. So just you know, sticking to it. Uh, the obviously, this the, is a other huge... branch of the family. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, not related, not related, okay? Not related. So, in all seriousness, a huge day. This is yesterday and today have been huge days for MAGA, huge days for the Warren Posse, and of course for President Donald J. Trump. Judge Cannon uh, in the district, in the Southern District of Florida, handing down a ruling that, even according to the Wall Street Journal, which just put out a story, has put, put uh, the DOJ in a major box and calling it like it is, saying that, you know, Effective breaking in and raiding a, pres- a former president's home, a president's home, is unprecedented, and that this isn't just you know another case of weapon of, of weaponization, which we which we have, of course know it is, but this this is, goes way and beyond, and really a, a, a complete unprecedented and unparalleled nature. So from here now, very and this is very important, folks. There's been a lot of information and a lot of talk about the special master. That's vital. 
The other part of the ruling is an, is an enjoinder. She granted the injunction to stop any and all use of what was taken during the raid in any and all criminal investigations. That is absolutely vital. And what it does is it, it absolutely prevents the DOJ, the FBI, from effectively continuing the investigations because they are not able to use either the documents, the you know anything from the process of the raid, or even people who are briefed about the raid in any of those investigations. So a major day, and you know, uh, as President Trump uh, put out, it's very, very important for us to stay strong, very important us for, uh, to continue to fight for our country and avail us of the American justice system, which when handled correctly and when handled by those who are impartial is undoubtedly on the side of those who are fighting for the truth and against the weaponization of the law enforcement and against to political put, targeting. So that's to, where we to are put, today. To put, to, to put it in layman's terms, this enjoinder, this investigation is essentially shut down for right now, basically? Well, I don't want to go that far. I want to say the whole thing, but any and all use of what was taken in the raid on, on the break-in during the break-in and raid of August 8th is prevented from being used in any investigation. So I'll leave the posse to make their own is that, conclusions. Is that, from is that called the fruit? Is that the... Is that the fruit of the poisonous tree? Is that the concept in law? Oh, maybe some, did somebody take law school classes while they were hot decking it in the Gulf in the 1970s? That's exactly what. It, that's exactly the the, the nature I'm talking about. That's exactly the legal uh, no, the legal posture of it because the, the judges said full stop on anything that has any in any oh. way emanated or touched the August eighth raid. I want to give a hat tip to you and the whole team because Mike Davis, myself, and others, Fitton, we wanted more aggressive, aggressive attack, 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 aggressive. But I tell you, a monumental decision last night on the special master and the enjoinder. So, um, and I know we've got it because the, the mainstream media and the left wing media, I've never seen them in meltdown on basically anything in Trump in years like this, Boris. So, uh, bravo Zulu, as we say. How do people get to you on social media so they can follow you, follow the breaking news? Well, the work continues, and there's going to be a lot more news as, as, the, as the week goes. The judges said the end of the week uh, to, to have a proposal on the potential special master from both sides, and the, the process is going to continue. My information, hot on the website, BorisCP.com. Sign up right now, BorisCP.com. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. BorisCP, hot on Truth Social at Boris. Hottest on the ground, Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless, and I will see you tomorrow. Thank you very much. I want to bring in Abe Hamaday. Abe, can you explain, can we put up this tweet uh, we only got a couple of minutes, but I had to get you on here today. Explain to me what this week, guru behind AZ Democrats campaign to be state's top law enforcer hates cops. What is going on out there, sir? <laughs> well, Steve, it's not a surprise that you know the, the radical left, they try to mask themselves. But, you know, once they reveal themselves to who they are, you know, we, we, we finally realize what they've done to us over the past few years. So the top campaign spokesperson, the former campaign manager and campaign consultant who has, as far as I'm concerned, has been getting paid and still works for my opponent, she literally says that law enforcement equals killing all black people. And the tweets just go on and on and on. She wants to use the police to attack uh, folks who don't wear masks. I mean, it's really damaging stuff. And this is someone who's associated with the campaign at a very high level. So this is what my opponent, she tries to say that she's a moderate, like all these you know Democrats and radical leftists do. But you know, once they reveal themselves to who they actually are, we know that they're the radicals who are destroying our country. But, you know, this is why the law enforcement has rallied behind my campaign. I've received the endorsement of basically all the law enforcement uh, organizations in Arizona. But it's really frightening stuff. If you actually read through some of these tweets and you know, we're highlighting it on my Twitter right now. But, you know, we're calling calling for Chris Mays, my opponent, to fire her, her campaign consultant who, who just espouses these you know, defund the police tropes. How, how, and, I, I need I, I need the audience to go read these. How do they go right now and see what's out there? Because it's pretty shocking. Walk us through how they get there. Right now, they can go to my Twitter. At, my handle is at Abraham Hamaday, and you can go follow through that right now. And we're, we're going to have a public statement coming on pretty soon, Steve, because some of these tweets are just so damaging, and we're going through many of them. It just was shined a light on it through the Federalist. The Federalist published this uh, article earlier, but it is quite shocking to see somebody in this role who wants to be the top cop, the attorney general, to be hiring this campaign consultant, campaign manager on their staff who just, you know, absolutely hates the police. It's, there's racism involved. You know, it's talking about white people. It, it's shocking 
you know, things. But it's not a surprise, Steve. We have to understand what hell the radical left has put us through over the past few years. They're the ones who are rioting and burning down our streets. They're the ones who call to defund the police and to, to abolish ICE. They're the ones to, who are calling for open borders and to remove all borders. So we have to remind the American people constantly because the media is on their side. And luckily, we have people like you, Steve, who stand for you know, truth and freedom. And that's what we're going to win this thing in November. Abe, I, I, I'm shocked that, the, that she hasn't, the, the, the spokesman hasn't resigned, didn't have to be fired. But we're going to follow this closely. Abe Hamaday running for the attorney general out in the great state of Arizona. Abe, thank you for joining us here in the war room. Thanks for having me on. Everybody, Steve. make sure you go check him, check him out on Twitter and his site. Stick around. Hour two next. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. Dot com, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroom Health, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.